Hey guys, welcome to the Challenge Podcast. I'm Coach Steve. And I'm Coach Nick. And we're going to be talking about everything fitness, health, and the challenge. Let's get on with the show. What's up guys, Coach Steve here, and welcome back to another episode of the Challenge Weekly Show. Today I'm joined with our co-host, Coach Nick. Nick, how are you doing today? I'm really good, thanks Coach Steve. This is podcast number 97. 97 97 i know we're only three away from the big triple digits the 100th episode i'm really excited nick i know but also are you happy to say whose birthday it is this week yeah it's my 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 birthday this week the big uh 3-0 later this week um so i'm i'm, I'm getting older I'm, I'm saying goodbye to the 20s and hello 30s i heard the 30s are just as exciting as the 20s but you have a little bit more more responsibilities and a little bit more money than in, when you were when you were in your 20s. Is that right, Nick? Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely more responsibilities. Definitely more money because you can't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, thinking back to my like early 20s when I was, uh, you know, a uni student living in a share house, like just working kind of casually, the, that type of environment, you know, very different, very different. And, you know, I was reflecting recently on... Um, a bodybuilding competition I did. And that was about seven years ago. So I was in my early 20s, what, 23 or so, did a bodybuilding show. Um, and that was really, it was actually surprisingly really easy to do, right? And I, I say that in the nicest possible way because I had no responsibilities, right? I mm-hmm. I lived in a, a kind of a, a share house with a roommate who was a, a really good friend of mine. He was also a personal trainer. So two personal trainers living together. We had a gym in our garage, which we were coaching people out of. Um, and it was just, so easy to stay consistent and move towards my goals, right? Because I had the perfect mm-hmm. environment for it. I had yeah. you know, no responsibilities, no kids, no pets, no you know significant relationships, nothing like that. Um, all it was was just me and well, what time I'm gonna get up, when I'm gonna go train. And I even had time to do like multiple training sessions and yeah, okay, I was, I was at uni, but it was still early uni days. So it was really easy, right, right, right. So like reflecting on those times, very, very different to the times now when, uh, you know, I've got more responsibilities. I've got, I've got, I've got two young kids. I've got, you know, other adult responsibilities to, to, to think about. Right. Um, so I have grown a very big respect for, you know, your, your environment, your, your circles, like the, the, the place that you're in both physically and, and mentally play a massive part in your ability to transform your body and, you know, how reflective you are in, in your physique, um, versus, you know, just grits, grits can only get you so far, you know, discipline can only get you so far before you kind of have to go, hey, all right, I've got to change my environment here so that I can actually be supportive to make this change. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes um, it's a good idea to just take up powerlifting for a while because um, that's kind of that's kind of cool and you don't have to stress as much as, as with bodybuilding about the, the physique element every five seconds. So yeah. that's why it's good in your 30s with your young kids to just lift heavy stuff. Oh, but even then, Nick, sometimes that, that's, a, that's a challenge. You know, when you look at the numbers and you're like, oh, geez, I've got to pick up that thing today. Uh, and then, you know, yeah. l- lately with the newborn and everything and sleep is a little bit all over the place. And when you're uh, a little bit tired trying to go into the gym, it can be a challenge. It can be a challenge. And basically, I think all of us have our own unique challenges that we need to overcome. And mm-hmm. often there is a strategy that we can put in place to, to better our situation. It's not always completely hopeless. Um, often we have a little bit more control than we think we do. You know, it's the idea of locus of control. We have a little bit more uh, control than what we think. It's not, you know, off to the, 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 the fake gods. It's, uh, it's, you know, we have a little bit more um, power over, over things. Um, so 
often when we face our own challenges, you know, we can put things in motion to improve it, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And and nothing lasts forever. Any phase of your life does not last forever. So um, there's always hope. That just reminds me of a really uh, cool quote that I heard from, I think I heard it from like Tom Hanks, right? Tom Hanks. Uh, we oh, all love Tom, Tom Hanks. He's a sweetheart. He is. And uh, yeah. I was in an interview and I think the question was like, you know, what's, um, you know, what advice would you give to, to a younger version of yourself? And it was something as simple as, uh, this too shall pass. Yeah, true. This too shall pass. And I think it's a nice quote because it's both in a positive and negative way. As in, if you're in like, you're, if you're in a dip, like if you're in a, just a, a tough spot right now, you know, mentally, socially, financially, you name it, uh, that will pass. And then on the flip side, um, if everything's all sunshine and rainbows for you, just know that that will pass too. Um, and, you know, it, it really highlights to kind of appreciate the moment that you're in if you if, if everything's going really well maybe you've just finished a challenge you've got the six pack everything's happy days hey that that will pass too enjoy that moment um, and then if you're on the complete flip side you're at to start the challenge you may have a, a long transformation journey ahead of you this too shall pass so you know if you are a little bit stuck unsure hey just remember it will pass it will pass might take a little bit of energy might take a little bit of effort it might change your environment uh, but it will pass Definitely, definitely. And um, it's all worth it in the end as well. That's that's a quote from Coach Nick today, you know. <laughs> you're, you're at the moment in, in dad mode. And um, I'll tell you what, when they grow up, they do, they do absorb things. Lucia just asked me last night via text message at a time when she shouldn't have been awake, what protein powders are the best protein powders to take? So <laughs> she's absorbing everything, which I had no idea that she was actually listening to. So that's great. Love it. No, mm. so good. So good. Mm. Nick, it's an exciting time of the challenge, like always. Um, only only two weeks, two weeks until prep week starts. So prep week Ooh. begins on the 6th of February. Now, prep week's a fun week, isn't it? We yes. have an entire week to prepare for the challenge. So the challenge doesn't officially begin until the 13th. So if you're stressing out, oh gosh, I need to have everything ready by the 6th. No, no, chill out. It's okay. The 6th is when we have time to prepare for the start of the challenge on the 13th of February. So uh, two weeks until prep week, we have the early bird sale ending next week on the 29th of January. Um, and if you would like to use the early bird discount code you get ten dollars off your registration fee um, and you just need to use the code mfeb10 all one word uh, in at the checkout you get ten dollars off your challenge registration fee how good very 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 good um take advantage of that and yeah prep week you have access to everything that's right so you have access to your training plan your nutrition plan and that's all from prep week so you can log into the challenge app today or whenever you you, you choose to sign up um, and you can access some of the features on the M Challenge app, such as our Steps Leaderboard, which we're expecting a new upgrade for soon. Um, that upgrade is going to be really cool, Nick. We're going to be expanding the top 10 to the top 50 leaderboard. Um, it will display the top 10 on the home screen. Once you click into the steps, you'll be able to see the top 50. And that's because, you know, getting into the top 10 can be really challenging. You know, you've got people like yourself, Nick, uh, people like our, our, our mozzies out there and our Michelle Lennons out there who are getting tens of thousands of steps a day, really difficult to get in the top 10. So maybe your goal is to try to get in the top 50 every day, or maybe your, your, your goal is to try to move up the steps leaderboard. Maybe you're averaging around the top 40 and you want to try to get to the top 20, something like that. So that's going to be a really cool feature to interact with. 
Um, and then we're also gonna be having more leaderboards, meaning that there'll be a daily leaderboard, a weekly leaderboard, a phase leaderboard. So either, you know, weeks one to four, five to eight, nine to 12, which phase you're in, and then a challenge wide leaderboard. So maybe your goal is to try to finish in the top 50 for the entire challenge in terms of steps, um, or maybe finish in the top 50 for this particular week. Um, so it's gonna be a, a, just another way to engage with the steps leaderboard, which is gonna be a really cool feature we're excited to bring. Yeah, amazing, because everybody absolutely adores the Steps leaderboard, probably more than we even thought they would. So we love it, and we're happy to um, add that extra sort of layer to it. It's going to be really cool. Now, we are getting lots of questions, uh, like we do at the start of uh, the challenge, about linking an activity tracker to the M Challenge app. Um, as a super summary, how it works is the M Challenge only communicates with the Apple Health app on um, iOS devices, so Apple devices, or the Google Fit app on Android devices. Okay, so depending on which phone you have or device you use, um, you will need to look at either Apple Health or Google Fit, and that's that's all M Challenge app communicates with. You can sync an activity tracker like Fitbit, the Apple Watch. Garmin, you know, any other weird and wacky ones you find online, any activity tracker to either Google Fit or Apple Health. Some you can sync really seamlessly, no issues at all. Others, you may need to download a third party app like Strava um, to force the sync between, uh, let's say Garmin and Google Fit because there's a little bit of a weird connection between those two applications, okay? So if you're having a little bit of challenges in syncing your device, activity tracker to like a, a phone, um, you just need to go through those steps. And it might be easier just to simply Google something like how to connect Fitbit to Google Fit. And then once you, you know, look at some um, forums or some troubleshooting information, watch some videos, whatever it is, um, if you're still having some problems, you may need to contact your activity tracker um, company, uh, such as, you know, Fitbit or Garmin for more advice, because it's a little bit outside of the scope of the challenge, um, because, you know, I, I don't work for Garmin or Fitbit. I don't, I don't know all the technical side of stuff around that. Um, so just remember that M Challenge app only communicates with Apple Health or Google Fit. And if you want to connect an activity tracker, you just need to connect that activity tracker to Apple Health or Google Fit. There are some a few a, additional steps, like maybe you need to prioritize um, a certain data point um, that's primarily for things like Garmin on the Apple uh, devices. Um, and um, sometimes you need to force a sync, meaning that you need to open up, let's say the Garmin app and the Apple Health app at the same time, and it pushes the information across. Uh, but you can read a lot more about that in the blog section of the M Challenge website, also in the learn section of the M Challenge app. And there's also a, a few links and resources on our Facebook social hub um, on Facebook. Yeah. So just, yeah, spend the time. And um, sometimes it, it sounds weird, but it's just a matter of allowing a certain button. So just go through everything. Don't think you can break it. And um, you'll suddenly realize that you missed maybe one little button and it allows everything to, to go. And also the other thing is don't forget that you can, if you, I know that some people don't like carrying their phone, but you could pop it in your pocket and take that if, if worse comes to worse for yourself and you really want to get those steps, that's a way to do it as well. Cause it'll always, go on your phone that's right and that's actually what i do nick um yes so i i i really dislike wearing um like like i'll just call it jewelry in general you know rings mm -hmm. and watches and things 
necklaces don't don't enjoy it um mm. so i've tried a few different types of activity trackers and I just end up knocking it everywhere it annoys me so i just end up taking them off so i actually track most of my steps from my phone it's not completely accurate and often when i go for like bigger walks i choose not to take my phone so i like to just disconnect um but then if you choose to do that um i'm lucky enough i often go walking with my partner she wears her activity tracker and on google fit or apple health you can manually add in exercise so i'm often manually adding in steps just off what steps my partner does on a particular walk where we you know take the kids for a walk so there's ways around it um, if you don't want to use an activity tracker and you could just simply carry your device with you and it can give you a really good ballpark measurement of your steps yeah yeah that's what i reckon as well i i think we need to yeah don't don't stress too much if it doesn't do that third party if it doesn't sync up with your activity tracker because I, i've got an activity tracker but i do check my steps on the health app and it's all good it's all mm. good. And Nick, uh, we are also running a really fun competition on our Facebook social hub. We're calling it the hashtag challenge accepted competition. Uh, and essentially the competition is to invite you to post your before and after photos of your previous transformation or your transformation journey and tell us how the challenge has transformed your life. Okay. Uh, all you need to do is create that post, post it into our Facebook social hub by the 29th of February, which uh, is 29th of January, sorry, which is the day that um, the early bird ends. Uh, then what we're going to do is for the top four posts that have the most likes and comments out of everybody that posts, we're going to send them a $250 prize pack each. Okay, so we're giving away four $250 prize packs for those posts who get the most engagement, so likes and comments. Okay, so if you'd like to join, it's open to anybody. You just need to create a post with uh, your transformation journey. So before and after, tell us how the challenge has transformed your life. Um, and those who get the most likes and comments um, will win themselves a $250 prize pack. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I love it. I love seeing it. I love everyone's pictures. I love that it's structured in that way as well. Love it. Best competition ever. It's so good. And, you know, it works on two fronts. Yes, we're going to win a prize, but then if you are wanting a little bit of motivation, unsure if you join the challenge, go check some of these posts out. Um, if we're looking for some more inspiration, go check out some of these posts. And the power is to you. So you can uh, loosely vote and comment on those that you enjoy the most. So if you see a particular post that you think is really deserving of a prize, give them a like, you know, send them a little bit of uh, engagement, push them up that leaderboard, and maybe they could win a little prize back. Yeah, absolutely. Yay! Yay. Nick, let's move on to our yeah. next segment here. We have our community highlights where we highlight some members of our community. So Nick, take us away. Who would you like to highlight today? Well, the first one would happen to be myself, <laughs> just simply because do you want this? there's a real reason. So the reason is actually, it's not me. It's just the interview that I had with Carmen, Carmen Woodenberg on our, our podcast on the weekend. Um, I just thought was absolutely wonderful because um we caught up and she was chatting to me about how she's going to spend a whole year um, looking to, to gain muscle just gradually as you do. Um, she said absolutely no mini cuts, just committing to the process for a whole year of gaining muscle. So I thought that that was amazing because we always get scared once we start to, to see changes and things. We want to just have an exit strategy. And I just thought that was amazing. And I thought that what she said in that podcast was very valuable information and um, I really enjoyed it. So I wanted to shout out to Carmen and say, thank you so much for sharing all that info and good on you. 
So good, Carmen. Yeah, I'm excited to listen to that podcast. And uh, that's the second podcast that you've recorded with Carmen. Is that right, Nick? It is. And so in a way, it's sort of the sequel. Like We didn't ask all the typical questions because she's already had one of those. So we delved a bit deeper into the sequel where she's up to now and she's had such a an amazing sort of epiphany with her training and she actually said it was because she was listening to quite a few things that, that we said which really makes me happy as well because people are listening to us <laughs> so that was so good. so good well hello Carmen um, I'm excited to listen to your your podcast and uh, to anybody else listening make sure you go check out the first episode uh, that we done with that that Nick uh, did an interview with with, with Carmen with um, just to prepare for the the sequel uh, part two with Carmen Winberg. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I thought I had this thought that perhaps I'll do um, two links in that podcast, so we, you can listen to episode one and then episode two uh, of of Carmen and her journey. So um, poor old Carmen, she's probably probably a bit more shy than this, but oh well, that's it. she's out, <laughs> she's in the spotlight now. And the first episode was what, about twelve months ago, or twelve months plus ago. It feels like it was. So um, yeah, it was quite some time ago when she she first made the top ten, but. This time here, oh, you should you should hear the way that she's just evolved in her thinking about training and nutrition. It's it's crazy. Awesome, mm. love it. I'm excited mm. for it. Yes. So the next one we've got Peter Jones. So he uh, did the challenge accepted hashtag. So I'm just doing a bit of a super summary, as you would say, of what he said. Um, he said, over my life in the challenge, I've had a few different journeys from recently divorced to fit and healthy and skinny and broken all the way back to fit and solid. And he said, Craig Harper wrote the quote, I will relentlessly and, and courageously pursue my dream. So um and this is the tattoo that makes me get up to fight through the fog of mental health and the pain from life choices to become a better version of me each and every day. Peace and health, Pete. So I just like that because it shows a bit of vulnerability, but it also shows a strategy to get through it. And I do think that, that um, you know, channeling physical activity and, and, and having goals with that is always so good and su such a positive thing to do. So I like that. Well done. Yeah, no, I think that's uh, very cool, Peter. Um, and, you know, really being vulnerable and, and you know, showing us your your journey um, mm. from from being, you know, post-surgery, being really unwell and being on the road and all that, and then now being, you know, get, getting a handle back onto your, your fitness and health, which is really cool. So um, thanks for sharing that, Peter. Yeah, and he did mention also, like, in the whole big thing about how helpful you've been with his various injuries as well, Coach Steve. So I'll just do a quick community shout-out to you, Coach Steve, as well, by the way, just from me. Thank you very much for <laughs> being such a good Coach Steve. Oh, right. look, I try. <laughs> um, the next one is from Ian Lursa. So Ian uh, has great reflections in his challenge accepted. Now, if, if anyone wants to see his journey, it's been, it's been absolutely amazing. So, so Ian has um, just spoken a bit about what the challenge has taught him. So these are a bit deeper and I love I love it that these men are being vulnerable and actually reflecting because there's so many different um, lessons here. But Ian says, the challenge has taught me many things, including good nutrition and training techniques. And whilst following them, they work really well. But life after the challenge reminds me constantly that not applying the skills and knowledge learned in the challenge means a gradual track towards the old out of shape you. The greatest lesson I learned from the challenge is when you achieve your fitness goal and move forward outside of the challenge, support network and the social hub cheer squad it all comes down to you so what I like about this is that he's seen it as a never-ending journey which I love because both myself and you Steve I don't think we're in it for 
every, you know, we, we give everything to each and every 12 weeks, but I think we like to see people take it and apply it to their lives. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I totally agree. Cause I think, um, two, two comments, firstly, uh, that idea of reps, right? The single unit that we describe mm. training with reps, reps over time, we get better reps, 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 you know, we, we practice and we get better over time. I think that simple concept is a, a life lesson in itself where, um, you know, we, 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 we practice in the gym reps, 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 reps to get better at a task, to get a better goal, better outcome, you know, to transform our body. That is a life lesson that we can learn outside in, in life, right? You know, get, get your reps in, you, you apply what you learn in the fitness and in the gym um, to life, right? Absolutely. Um, and the, the second comment I want to make to, to Ian, um, right in the middle there where you say um, that, you know, if you don't apply what you've learned, you're going to revert back to the old you. And it's like that saying, to know and not do is to not know, right? Where mm. you, you you may know something's good for you. Hey, you know that you need to eat a salad. You know you need to drink more water. You know you need to get off the couch. Like you know these things, but no, to not do it is basically the same as not knowing, right? Um, and sure, you know, to have a little bit of, uh, you know, cut, cut ourselves a little bit of slack, you know, you're not a bad person if you don't do these things, right? You know, there's times where I just want to sit on the couch and chill. Or I, I want to have a burger with my friends or, you know, go out to dinner with my partner. Like there's times I want to do those things. So you're not a bad person by not doing it but consistently over time not doing these behaviors and activities uh like it's gonna you you're gonna have some challenges moving forward absolutely it is all balance it's all balance i mean i had two chicken schnitzels for breakfast that's crazy breakfast oh my god it was the best like when i trained i'm telling you it was just the best because you know a bit of a crumb on there some carbs i don't know it was just so tasty Coach that's crazy so- did you did you have the chicken schnitties as like the 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 bun of like a a burger like a reverse pretty much uh, look, i had that but I, like that was just a, the start and then i also had like a huge bowl of porridge with um with chocolate drops and yeah so anyway i'm just saying you know all good it's all it's all fuel um there's no good or bad really so i'm just being vulnerable and saying i ate everything that was supposed to be for the whole day's worth of food for the whole family this morning <laughs> <laughs> love it love yep. it love it thank you nick there's a couple i want to highlight uh this week first one goes out to Chantel adams and mm-hmm. uh Chantel writes you know your determination to hit your steps is real when you are in 12,000 steps by 6 p.m. and you spent six hours in a car today driving to the north of the state and back. Hashtag no excuses 2023. I like this one, Nick, because, you know, we often get ourselves in those situations. Hey, I'm in a car for six hours. How am I going to get my steps in? Well, Chantal found a way to get 12,000 steps in by 6 p.m. even though she was in a car for six hours, which I thought was awesome. So big win yeah. for that, Chantel. That's really good. That is really good. 12,000 and you spent six hours in a car. That's amazing. Good on yeah. you, Chantel. It's crazy. Hmm. Next one, uh, a little bit of fun one from Tammy Denning. Tammy writes, my dog chewed up my Maxine socks and I wore them three times. Ah, they were ever so comfy on the feet too. Nick, do you have a pair of the Maxine socks? Yeah, I just wore them before. Yeah, I love yeah, them. They're really comfy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I have a pair of them, um, even though a little bit, a little bit tighter. But I often wear the the Max's version quite often. You actually see that in my um, some of my lifting videos. I'm wearing the the Max's socks. Um, so, I'm sorry, Tammy. Um, hopefully, we can get you another another pair soon. I reckon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've got the Max's ones as well. I like both, and um, I wear both all the time when I wear socks because I'm a bit crap at wearing socks as well. 
I must say. Yeah, I I often wear um I often wear toe socks, Nick. Uh, so um, I like to to separate little toe beans. So I I don't tend to wear like fully enclosed socks that often. After wearing the uh little toe socks. Oh, you you're better than me. I just <laughs> I, I can't even wear them. I don't know. <laughs> so what's wrong with me? Uh, Nick, last one here goes out to Bridie Lee. Bridie Lee and Bridie writes. Um, uh, these things still hurt. It's a love-hate relationship that I visit twice a week, hip thrusts. And she posts a photo of herself doing a hip thrust. Um, mm. And I think this really just summates um, a lot of how we all feel when we're going to do certain exercises, let's say the Bulgarian split squat, um, or I don't know, uh, you know, a, a squat or the leg press or any, any, you name it, the exercise, you probably have a love-hate relationship with it where it burns, it's shitty, it, it, it hurts, but oh, it's so good for you. You get a crazy pump from it. Um, so Bridie, thanks for sharing that with us. Um, I'm sure many of us feel that way. Yeah, I, I'll never, ever, ever stop feeling that way. I feel that way <laughs> so much. <laughs> so good. Uh, Nick, let's move on to our final segment here. We have our question and answer where we answer some questions from our community. So uh, first question here comes from Stu. And Stu writes, sign up today, but does anyone know what programs there are and then what supplements we need for them? For i.e. Uh, shred, mass, etc. We obviously can't choose the ones that we're doing yet, but I want to know which supplements I need to buy. Can I see the plan to know what sups? Uh, Nick, what advice hmm. would you give to Stu? So firstly, guess what? There's a whole bunch of info. Firstly, um, within the learn section of the app, it's really worth while you don't have access to anything else, it's worth having a read of those articles because it's got such a good breakdown written by someone who I don't even know might be in this Zoom meeting about all the different supplements and what what their their purpose is and um you know how they they work in your body and why you should or you know should, should consider taking them. So that's where I'd start. The other thing is uh, I know. I know that it's it's good to say supplements will help you towards a direct goal, but in general, you can take the same supplements whether you are looking to lose weight or gain weight other than perhaps, say, a mass-gaining protein. But that would be, you know, you could take a normal protein and still put on weight if you're um, having consuming more calories than, than um, what you are actually needing in in you know in the gym or in life um so i would say have a look at the learn section um ask specific questions as well within the forum while you've got us uh right there so ask specific questions about your goals because your goals are not really going to change based on either the training or um the nutrition you just have to adjust them from there so nothing magical is going to be revealed you're either going to be eating more or you're going to be eating less and the training you are going to choose pretty much based around what you enjoy what you're going to stay consistent with because that's going to get you the results yeah no, I totally totally agree nick um i i would say the only other thing i'd say is that within the challenge now specifically the m challenge a little bit different to how we've run things like the Max and Maxine challenge in the past, where there's a little bit of a delineation between um, the the programs that we have around nutrition and training. Um, so if Stu's asking questions like, well, what programs are there? 
while we've got a whole range of training programs, which are very different um, to nutritional goals. So that we have 13 different training programs, all based around um, logistical concerns, like what equipment do you have access to? You know, what training goals do you have? Is it uh, just kind of like full body training or do you want specific training like to build your arms? What kind of time commitment do you have? So that's kind of how we delineate our, our training programs. And then your nutrition program is where you choose between, all right, I want to, um, you know, try to put on some weight here or try to lose some weight here. Uh, so for Stu, uh, around around programs is mainly around the nutrition choices and like you said Nick um, the supplement choices really should be the very the top of the iceberg we're mainly talking about protein powders creatine and pre-workouts for the, the majority of us once you've got the foundation set then I'd recommend you dabble in some um, fun and more lucrative supplements just to get the edge on your body transformation journey yeah absolutely Nick, next question here comes from Alicia and Alicia writes, hi, Stephen. Uh, hi, Alicia. Um, I'm hoping you can help me out. I've played racket sports, squash and racquetball my entire life and my right bicep is significantly stronger than my left. I'm finding my left forearm is kicking in to compensate despite my best efforts to focus on using the correct muscle and it's causing quite a bit of fatigue and pain. I often drop the weight to try to build the left bicep, but I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere. Interestingly, uh, I think my left chest is stronger than my right. Do you have any advice? Okay, so more broadly speaking, Alicia, um, I'm gonna answer this question about um, imbalances and how we can build up lagging body parts, okay? So of course we can say to Alicia that, hey, the obvious one is your sporting history. You've been playing lots of racquetball. Of course, your right arm, assuming you're right-handed, is gonna be more dominant than your left arm, okay? So that's the real obvious one. The next point I'll make is that any uh, imbalances in our body can be completely normal and nothing that we need to be overly concerned about in terms of performance okay we look at some of the best athletes in the world uh, i'm going to use an example of usain bolt really imbalanced you know he's got scoliosis uh, leg length discrepancies different muscle sizes you know we don't need to be absolutely perfect for performance outcomes however we are in this world of like physique sports so we are concerned about having you know proportionally sized muscles and often the difference is very small, like, you know, let's say in the recent Olympia, uh, Chris Bumstead, who won the um, classic in the, the Mr. Olympia, you know, he tore his bicep just before stepping up on stage. So there was an obvious difference between the two, but you needed to have a keen eye to be able to pick that out. And that's, you know, a high level, high end athlete up on stage. So for many of us, you know, for in the physique world, if you have different sized muscles, even if it's a few centimeters in girth difference, to the, the the standard eye, the naked eye, you know, it's hard to tell the difference. Okay. Now, what can we do to improve it, right? Because it is ultimately a goal. All right. My left bicep is not as strong or not as developed as my right bicep. I'm noticing that I'm compensating with my forearm and with my, my chest. What can you do? Firstly, that makes sense because when you're bending your elbow, of course, we're trying to train the biceps brachii muscle, but there's also a bunch of other muscles working at the same time, brachioradialis, brachialis, those types of things. And then there's certain forearm flexors that are trying to be involved with that. That's where we're getting our forearms. Um, and then we're also getting, uh, depending on how you round your shoulder, you can get the pec and the, the front uh, deltoid involved in the motion as well. What we can do, my biggest tip is to firstly start filming yourself. 
Okay, start filming yourself with a range of different exercises. Of course, bicep curls, but if you're worried about the biceps, the biceps used in is is used in a lot of upper body exercises. We're talking about pushing motions, pulling motions, both vertically and horizontally. So film yourself doing a bench press, film yourself doing a row, film yourself pressing overhead, film yourself doing a lat pull down, and try to look at the differences between your left arm and your right arm. And you might, it might be blaringly obvious being like, oh geez, my left shoulder is rounding instead of like coming down, or maybe I'm swinging my arm in my left arm than my right, or, or it might be, you know, flaring of the elbow. It might be very small, it might be really obvious, okay? Then uh, ask yourself, okay, can I change that? You know, if you're flaring your left elbow, can you, first you're aware of it, can I, can I change that now? And does that change anything? Because yes, we can point our finger at the biceps, but we should be looking more broadly going, well, why is this happening to the biceps? Is it something happening in the shoulder, the elbow, in the wrist? more broadly across the body okay we can put limitations in to better engage the biceps so if you notice you're swinging okay could you do something like a preacher curl where the elbow is fixed on like a pad and doing a curl that way okay um, if you're noticing you're rounding the shoulders is there a way that you can maybe lay on a bench in an inclined position so your shoulders are depressed so that you can curl better if you're noticing the forearms are taking over uh, you know there's some strategies to let's say extend your wrist and curl or I do it sometimes. I use um, wrist wraps and wrap them to the dumbbells and do uh, dumbbell curls like that. So there's less forearm engagement. So there are some strategies like that, but I think the most powerful one would be to film yourself. Now, in terms of doing uh, single arm versus double arm, unilateral versus bilateral, it, there's some interesting research that says it, it doesn't matter too much with the rationale being, hey, if you're going to do um, a barbell bicep curl, you know, both barbells have to curl, uh, sorry, both biceps need to complete the action to do a barbell bicep curl. So if you're trying to build up a lagging body part, the left bicep needs to work harder than the right bicep to try to keep up with the right bicep, right? That's the rationale behind it. Uh, but the research isn't very, very strong around that. Um, I would recommend that you do a mixture of, you know, single arm and double arm. Um, that, that's the same answer to uh, like your, your your legs as well. If you notice one leg is stronger than the other, do a mixture of you know lunges, some single leg movements, and then some you know squats by bilateral movements to continue to to develop both our legs. Okay, um, but the main takeaway is that it can be completely normal. It can be simply be you know your your genetics. Um, but if you want to work on it, film yourself is probably the best way to deal with it. Yes, Bulgarian split squats. I just thought of. I just had a moment. A moment, just it's a little bit of a PTSD and excitement at the same time. I know what's what is the deal with those? I'm sure that if we did a survey, I'm sure that 100% of people would say that they're not, they're just not the best, but we love them anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, they're so mm. good. Mm. Uh, Nick, next question here. Hi, all quick question and probably a silly one. Oh, Casey, don't be like that. There's no silly questions here. With the Step app, does it only work when you carry your phone or can it be connected to your Garmin? I don't always have my phone with me, making it hard to reach 10,000 steps, LOL. Nick, we spoke about it already, uh, but what advice would you give to Casey? We did. We spoke about it already. So we already spoke about the technical. So I might just delve really super quickly into, so I have something to say, into the mental aspect of it. So if you're already setting up a barrier for yourself going I'm not taking my phone, so it's hard to get the 10,000 steps. Firstly, um, if the only thing that's between you and getting that 10,000 steps is taking your phone with you, then I would just take your phone because 
we take our phones everywhere. We really do. So I'm sure it's okay to just pop your phone, pop your phone in your bag on you and take it. Don't let that be your limiting factor to getting the 10,000 steps. So don't say, okay, I'm not hooked up. I'm not going to do it because my Garmin isn't showing, which it will. Your Garmin will show whether it syncs with the, the app or not. Um, it'll show. And then if you carry your phone with you, that will show too. If that's the worst case scenario, although I reckon before prep week, I reckon that you'll come back to us and say, I've got it. We'll see you on the leaderboard. See it as a challenge. See it as your first challenge in the challenge to try and hook yourself up. And I want to see you on there, Casey. Yeah. It, I think the we often point our finger at the technical side of things of like, oh, no, I can't do it because of you know this technical reason. Um, and it sounds like the, if the barrier is so small as if carrying your phone is the the the, the barrier um yeah that, that's a, that's a really easy barrier to remove right mm, absolutely absolutely because um i mean i will carry my phone on me even just because i in case my my kids need me or other things like that i like to listen to podcasts that's the, the idea of also sometimes habit stacking so um if you listen to sort of a motivational po podcast or a podcast by athletes that you're interested in I love listening to the CrossFit Icelandic women, all sorts of stuff like that, that I love to just listen to while I'm walking along. So that's a great way to have it stack. So you get some information going on as well as getting your walk done. So that's another thing to think of. Yeah, so good. Hmm. Or maybe you're even listening to the Challenge podcast right now where you're getting your steps up. Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> that, that could be your number one. But after you've listened to 97 episodes of us, go and listen to Annie Thor's daughter. <laughs> She's good. Yeah, I mean, she's a, she's, yeah, I mean, a champion. She's a, she's crazy. Yeah. Um, the only other comment I want to make about steps is that, yes, the, the number of steps is probably the best way to measure our steps. However, if step counting is, is challenging, there's other ways that we can quantify how physical activity, such as maybe total minutes walking. So if you um, are planning to go for a walk, you don't want to count your total steps you could count how many minutes you walk. So I, I walked 30 minutes. Oh yeah, okay. You may not be able to interact with the steps leaderboard in the same way or be as accurate with your data. Um, however, you can get a good understanding where you go, okay, well, you know, my phone carry uh, tells me that I've done 5,000 steps a day. Plus I've done another 30 minutes of walking when I went for a walk around the, the neighborhood. You can track those two numbers. Then over time, you go, okay, well, my phone now counts that I've done 6,000 steps and I'm now doing 45 minutes of walking around my neighborhood. So you're seeing an improvement over time as a way to quantify and measure it. Mm. Mm. Definitely. Yep. That's the, that's the original way that we used to do it. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nick, final question here goes to Christy. Christy writes, I work a lot and don't have time to organize meals. So would it be suitable if I got a meal subscription service like My Muscle Chef during the challenge? On my downtime, the last, time, last thing I want to do is to cook as sometimes I'm working three weeks straight. It also helps me a lot with portion control and the convenience is what I need at the moment. Uh, look, Christy, the answer is short and sweet. Yes, you can use pre-made meals um, or meal... Uh, subscription services like muscle uh, my muscle chef and there's a whole range of them um you know when we, we're not endorsed or supported by any of them um i personally like uh, core power foods only because i can buy them at coles um and uh you know I, I think they're totally fine i think that meal replacement uh, sorry meal subscription services pre-made meals can be a really powerful way to start your journey if 
Um, meal prep is a little bit overwhelming. Um, portion control is a little bit difficult. You may start by just simply buying those prepackaged foods. They're all portioned out for you. They've got all the nutritional information there on the label. And you go, wow, this meal here is 400 calories. Geez, that's a lot smaller than I thought. And you go, well, Steve, I thought I was only eating a thousand calories a day, but geez, this, this, is, this is 400 calories. It's so small. And that might be a little bit of a realization going, oh, wow, maybe I may be eating more calories than I thought I would. The only thing I'd say, Christy, is that um, just choosing to have a pre-made meal and ignoring all other variables um, may be helpful, but may be limiting. And what I mean is that it would be wise to track the calorie content of those pre-made meals and don't assume that that pre-made meal is, quote, healthy or good for you or you know other marketing terms like oh this is lean or this is muscle building or whatever it is it's wise to track the calories of that meal um, and even better if you could find a pre-made meal that matches the calories of a specific meal on your plan that you want to replace so for example if your dinner is 400 calories look for a pre-made meal that is 400 calories um, and that'll be a really nice swap okay you won't be able to make a direct swap on the technical side of things on the app. So it's not like you can um, swap out every meal item for your pre-made meal. It's probably easier just to do the, the mental math and go, okay, this meal on my meal plan in the app is asking for 400 calories. I found this, uh, what is it? My muscle chef meal that is 400 calories. Great, direct swap, that's it. You don't need to input into the app or anything like that. Just make the swap and just enjoy your meal and be on your merry way. Mm, yeah, definitely. And also perhaps... Um, you're going to hate me for it, but I'll just say it. Um, maybe watch the language around the I don't have time because at some point you will have to also work out how to manage your time around preparing some meals as well. So a happy compromise of maybe um, preparing some ingredients and then um, having some of the meals, that's probably a really good way to um, get the best of both worlds. So good, Nick. Mm -hmm. Look. Let's wrap it up there for episode number 97 of the Challenge Weekly Show. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know, and we'll catch you next week for episode number 98. Excellent. See you then. Thanks for tuning in, guys. If you like the show, share it with a friend. Or leave us a review on iTunes to spread the good word. See you next time.